Hey learners, Joe here. Today's episode is the first one fully recorded since my taking over the podcast, so I'm real excited to show you the changes I've made. That said, I do need to take a quick aside before we can begin. The plans for the future have needed a few more tweaks and a pretty heavy change since recording this episode. Heavy enough that next Monday's video will be replaced with a proper channel update to bring you all up to speed. On a minor note, this current week's video is taking a little longer than planned due to some software hiccups, but it should be out today or tomorrow. For now though, I hope you enjoy the newly revamped Learner's Permit Podcast. Let's get started. Existence is one big learning journey, and we want you along for the ride. You are listening to the Learner's Permit Podcast, an amateur's guide to YouTube, bringing you behind the screen to show you all the creativity and calamity that comes with it. These are your hosts. Hey, I'm Will. I'm Molly. And I am Joe. On our docket today, the sins of our past, the sins of our future, the light in our dark, the dark in our light, and finally, a taste of what's to come. But first, how are both of you this fine day? Uh, that's a hell of a question. <laughs> I could be better. But, you know, that's life. I'm here. I'm glad to be here. That's all that matters. I'm doing pretty good, you know? We've been uploading these podcasts in a fairly consistent manner, but in actual reality, we haven't recorded one of these in a good long while, so it's kind of nice to be back to podcasting. Yeah, it's really it nice is. to be recording again online, because we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, it's all been in-person stuff. Alright, are we ready to begin? We are. We are. Alright, so first off, we've had some difficulties with the channel in a systemic way so far. Communication and such. Does anyone have anything they want to discuss about that? It is incredibly difficult to put into words a picture in your mind because a picture is worth a thousand words. So if you don't have those thousand logged and reduced into a format that people can understand, it is very difficult to communicate ideas. Oh yeah, not only ideas, but on camera how shots should go, especially if the people you're working with to record stuff aren't familiar with film terminology or like essentially what you're trying to get at. It can be very difficult to communicate what you, how you want things to look. So that's been a challenge for us recently, communicating how we want things done, because none of us really know what we're doing either. Yeah, and that's cut into our recording time quite a bit, hasn't it? Yes. To say the least. Yes. A lot of our recording time, when we're in person especially, because we have lacked communication and planning at the forefront, has been taken up by figuring out things on the fly and we have to actively work to reduce that which is difficult because there are a lot of things that you feel like you don't really know where to start when you're planning a video you know a basic idea of like the space that you're working with and you have an idea of what you want to do but a lot of what we do here is improv which can be a good and a bad thing because improv can bring out a lot of natural chemistry but it's not always good to improv absolutely everything, so. Yeah, a lot of what we've been doing recently in terms of scripting stuff is having like bullet points or at least a vague idea going into a video so we know kind of what we're doing because improv can be a little bit hit or miss. Guess they never missed, huh? As for the planning, we will go into the changes we've made to planning a little bit afterwards. Have there been skills we've been trying to learn that we've had issues with? In terms of filming? Yes. Acting for me. In terms of filming or just for the channel in general? Because I know I've had issues trying to learn some of the editing stuff. And all of us have had issues communicating. <laughs> I'm, I'm still learning Premiere Pro, but I feel like I have a, a solid handle for the most part on the software. For me, it's been learning how to communicate via editing in a video, how to make things 
look the best they can. It's also been like, because I'm supposed to be running the Instagram too. Doing that has been a huge challenge with how to approach it. And yeah, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No worries. So, Will, do you have anything to add to that? or Joe, what sort of things have you been struggling with with editing? Some of my biggest issues with editing have just been the fact that because I'm not used to the program, I will go to do something that I know I've done in the past in other programs and not be able to find it. Yep, I feel that. Premiere will crash, so I'll stop that and go play Genshin Impact or something. Yeah, the glitches in a majority of editing softwares, even the professional ones. <sighs> if anyone is newly going into editing, that is something that you definitely want to prepare for because it can be amazingly difficult and give you incredible setbacks and leave you feeling highly dejected. It yeah. always takes longer than you think it will. It is always so much more aggravating than you expect, which is why I have stopped editing. <laughs> Fair. And make sure that if you are editing, save like you're playing a Bethesda game. Yeah. And if you've never played a Bethesda the game maybe actually play one first so you're used to what crashes feel like yeah i recently was editing a video that was supposed to come out today as a recording which is january 4th 2021 thank god 2020 is over holy shit and premiere crashed and i lost everything and i was almost done with the the rough cuts oh so i have to do it all over again so that's fun save like you're in a bethesda game mm -hmm. also one thing i want to note if you're tired and you are you're like all right i'll do like one more thing for editing because it's almost done and i want to get this finished don't don't do it it's a terrible idea because that's when you are at your most vulnerable and that is when things will crash and that is when the program will betray you. A little bit ago, we had this footage that was an absolute nightmare to deal with. It was our first ever recording. It was a Reddit 50-50 video. It is cursed. It is cursed footage. It is an hour long. Half of that is us having technical issues and just trying to set up our rigs because of lack of planning in the past before we started recording it. And so the entire setup and dealing with it was an absolute like nightmare. I remember I would go in and sync all of the footage on one end of the screen and then I would go to, I would like skip through parts of the video to see that it was all synced up and it wasn't in certain parts. So it was synced in some places and not synced in another. So if I go and try and sync it in those other places, the other sequences will no longer be synced. So there were times where I had to, I ended up having to take each of the individual clips for the rough cuts and manually syncing all of them. And then once I finished that, they all unsynced and I had to go back and do it again. And there were so many hiccups like that throughout the entire process. And then I finally get it done. I get it to a place where I like it and I render it and I'm so exhausted and I'm so done at this point that Moron Me decides to delete some of the footage from my computer. Never delete or purge files until the video is uploaded. Yes, we have another friend of ours who did that exact same thing and a lot of that footage is now gone forever and not in the video in the first place. Sorry to interrupt, please continue. No, it's totally okay. So anyway, I was in Lightworks at this time and when I rendered the video, the audio got corrupted for it, which is one of the audio tracks. So when I initially played through some of the audio, like I played through the beginning of the video before I rendered it, 
it to make sure that the audio wasn't messed up. And then I rendered it. And so because I deleted the footage, I had this corrupted video that could not be posted that I spent, I swear it was like two weeks on. And if I wanted to try and recreate that video, I would have to spend another two weeks doing the exact same thing I had just done with the exact same footage. And at that point, especially considering the footage was fucked up to begin with, that's just not worth it. So, um... Yeah, that footage was immediately before we did some webcam and microphone upgrades. Yeah. So it's... And I set up, like, a soft wall behind me after that, so every part of that video was outdated as well. Yeah. Yeah. We might try Reddit 5050 again as a video topic. I feel like for me, Reddit 5050 is just cursed and I don't want to touch it with a 10 foot pole. That is fair. Yeah. The reactions from a certain William were excellent, though. And it is a shame that those were lost forever. They're not lost forever. They are on the Google Drive. So there could in future be compilation videos from that footage, such as my reactions or those parts can be added to various meme compilations that we might post in future. But an actual video straight from that footage is something no one would want. Yeah. If we do have a, a video come out from that, even if it's just meme, I feel like, I hate to say it, but we should curse MK with that footage. <laughs> we will get to that shortly. Yes. Speaking of memes and every frame of meme, the video that I was editing and lost and have to redo again, I managed to pause at some pretty fantastic times because I'm really out there looking like a fucking gremlin on that entire video. I'm pretty sure you also are snee are in the middle of sneezing at another point. You said, uh, you no, that's not a sneeze. That's me hacking up a lung at the amount of chemicals I'm inhaling. That's fair. I told you, you just gotta embrace the brain damage. Oh, by the end, I did. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes things easier. My asthmatic lungs did not appreciate it. <laughs> Meanwhile, while running a camera, I had to consistently leave the room and monitor the camera from a distance. Yeah, speaking of camera people, I felt really bad for Ben for that entire recording time because Same. he was crammed into an even smaller space than we were. And we're in a pretty small recording space. You guys will, s those of you who watch the video will see when it does come up, hopefully this week. Poor boy. Yeah, the poor boy. I, I feel so bad for the things we do to Ben for our amusement. Oh my god so many things because the thing was is like they will was, increase he will, it will increase <laughs> he was trapped up against a wall between the wall and a camera he couldn't move at all because then he would get into frame of another camera and he was just inhaling hair dye chemicals that he was not used to so that was lovely but but hey, maybe sometime in the future we can force him to be used to them and dye his hair. I could see Ben with frosted tips, honestly. Please, no. Oh, oh, I think we have a subscriber goal. No. <laughs> Speaking of subscriber goals, we'll get to that later. Yes. So, are we ready to move on? Sure. Yes. I thought I had a thing. Oh, speaking of cameramen. So just to let everyone who's listening know, Dan has stepped away from the project for a bit because he has his own things to take care of. And he unfortunately doesn't have time to work with us anymore, which is unfortunate. I also wanted to specifically call out and praise Brendan for his impeccable work in the, the title of the video was given on YouTube is the horror game. Uh, mm -hmm. For us, it's 
specifically called Dead by Daylight in real life. His camera shots of Joe were impeccable. They were incredible. He has such such a superhuman ability to communicate where you'll give him two words and he'll understand the paragraph. <laughs> yeah, he um he's very intuitive and of the group of us at the time filming, he has the most filming experience, like experience behind the camera. So he's definitely the person to trust with that kind of thing. Definitely, and it does mean ah, we can put more work on him later. No. I, I did text him while editing the horror game video saying, Brendan, you're hired. And he was like, what are you talking yes. about? And I'm like, yours is the only stable footage. <laughs> yeah, we had some, some issues filming that particular video. And Joe, I know you're editing the podcast episode right now in regards to it specifically. I am. But ha- post-editing, I realized a lot more issues that I was not aware of at the time of recording. Yes. Which I, I don't know if we should get into. Let's play it safe and not. Yeah, let's, instead of getting into the issues, I think now's a good time to transition to our second topic. The things we're now going to be doing moving forward to improve things, such as how you mentioned the footage being kind of shaky. I recently got a gyro to help stabilize at least one camera. Other things from that are because we had so many issues communicating plans for videos, we have a whole template that I made up this past week that we're now aligning videos to in order to have a better breakdown of where it's going to happen, a summary of how we want the video to go, where cameras will be, how many cameras we need, ideas, editing notes even, which is, thank you for bringing up that idea, Molly. Yeah, anytime. Honestly, I think the idea of having at least that one sheet of planning for a video would make things so much clearer, not only for us, but for the camera guys as well. So they know what's going on ahead of time and they don't have to ask. We realized recently through a series of conversations as we were going about being honest with ourselves and realizing what we could and couldn't do in regards to editing and posting and just channel stuff in general, because we had to have a a whole host of very honest uh, and kind of difficult conversations. We realized that a large part of our issue was we were putting too much effort in the wrong end of production. We were saving all the planning and stuff for the end when we were all in person rather than front-ending the planning portion to make things more efficient and smooth later on. We've also decided to decrease the amount of stress that we were all feeling for filming. We've decided to kind of, as well succinctly put it, return to our roots a bit and record more online stuff or more videos with different configurations of us so it's not all three of us all the time. So we will be doing stuff in person at some point. It just might be a bit rarer to have all three of us in person versus having only one or two of us, that kind of thing, to kind of expand what we're able to do in the interim. Because I feel like Will has always said that we needed to record more, so we had a backlog. And with our new editor friend on board, that's finally starting to become possible. So Joe, if or whoever, if you guys wanted to talk about that the new edition, editor? yes. So I have a friend goes by MK, and I happened to, in passing, mention to another friend that we needed a little bit of help with editing, and MK immediately jumped up and pointed out that they've had classes in editing. They're certified in Premiere Pro, right? Which is nuts. They've taken classes. I don't know if they're necessarily like formally certified. I, I think Pro. that I think they are formally certified. They showed me their certifications. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. 
Sorry, continue. So yeah, they're incredible. Yes. So in exchange for me helping comp them having their cloud account existent again, they're helping out with editing for the channel and you should expect to see a couple of videos from them coming up pretty soon. Thank you, MK. Thank you so much, you, MK. You are a deity in my mind. As well, when it comes to editing, as you've already heard, if you listened to the last two podcasts before this or the channel update, I took over the podcast edits. And a combination between that and our new planning setup is we have a sheet now that is the full breakdown of this episode. So if you listen to the past three episodes, you probably weren't expecting that entire intro in this episode nor the whole docket or the sins of the past and future. But that's what you've got now. Yeah, we are literally looking at the sheet right now where it's just a, a lot of bullet points with the, the script for the intro in the beginning, which thank you, Joe, for helping us get organized in that way. Of course, I'm now drawing a cat face next to your name on it. Thank you. It's very characteristic of me. It is. We couldn't do that before. Yeah, organization and just being clear with things in general, whether that be video plans or communication ideas to others or upload schedules or editing or literally anything for a channel. I mean, it's it's so incredibly important to find what works for you and if you're having troubles with what's going on, I would say one of the best places to look is look at the organization of where you're having issues, you know? If you are having issues uploading things on a good basis, look at organizing an editing schedule for yourself. If you're having troubles executing the video that you want to put out, put more energy into learning about what precisely you want that video to be and organizing a framework around that. It's a great place to look if you are struggling in your output and you're not happy with things. Definitely. And I do want to I do want to stress too with how things are going so far with us is not not everyone's experience is going to be the same. We are incredibly privileged and incredibly lucky in a lot of ways and we've come a lot farther than I ever expected us to with my track record of how these things tend to go. So I'm incredibly proud of us for accomplishing what we have accomplished thus far, but everyone's mileage is going to be different. So please don't expect if you are listening to us that your experience is going to be a carbon copy because like I said, we have advantages that you may not have. We also have disadvantages and our own personal issues that kind of dictate how we need to be doing the channel with a lot of different things. Like with me personally, I find that I don't have the skill set to edit and that's okay, but that dictates the resources that we have at our disposal. It created a greater need for the miracle that is MK to be coming on. So everything that happens, the good and the bad, will influence your channel. So every channel is going to be incredibly different. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You might not have someone like me who has a crippling addiction to podcasts. (laughs) Yes, your crippling addiction to podcasts has come in extreme handy in this regard. I'm Um, I'm glad it could help. My Spotify wrap-up basically said that I averaged two hours a day across the full 365 days of the year or 366 whatever I, I average two hours a day of podcasts every day oh which might be a problem that's a that's a lot podcasts are my passion this is just the first time i've taken part in one i'm glad that you are though because i mean goals right yeah i was basically going to jump off something with something that will said about everyone's capabilities being different and how if you are working in a group on your channel then recognizing that is extremely important and 
being okay with that is extremely important, especially if you're working with friends. Your friendship should come first. So for us, the changes work out totally fine because that means we can redirect our energy towards the things that we are passionate about with the skills that we do have to offer. And that I think is more important than forcing something that isn't working. So being flexible is extremely important. I've learned so far in this kind of setting. And I'm just glad that everyone is here and still having fun with this because I, I don't want to stop anytime soon. No, it's definitely fun. It is quite the experience. So speaking about things that are fun, are you ready to move on to the next segment? Yeah, let's do it. All right. This is a segment that I have created that I want to be a somewhat recurring segment. This is the creative corner. Is its name creative? No, I'm sure it's been used before, but it's what we got now. So it's what we got. Any projects you guys have been working on aside from this lately that are worth noting or ones that you have coming up in the next month? Actually, yeah. And it's kind of interesting because it's something that I definitely would not have done had we not started specifically this podcast, which is obviously something that we would not have done if we hadn't started the channel. So I found that editing the podcast was actually super fun and relaxing. It took me absolutely forever to complete podcast one or episode one rather, but Audacity was just like a good time and editing audio recordings was just, it was just a good time because you didn't have to worry too much about, you know, syncing things up with obviously visual mediums. There's just a lot of things that you didn't have to worry about. You could make cuts pretty much wherever you wanted as long as it wasn't super jarring, but you didn't have like the visual indicator that a cut had been made. So you could really have a lot more freedom with the editing and that was just something I really enjoyed. So I am a writer and I have slowly been working on eight books across the past like 12 years. So I have decided that for some of the completed chapters that I have, I'm gonna try and make my own audiobooks for Hell each yeah. of the chapters. And they're of course not gonna be published. You know, they may only be shared with one or two people, if I'm being entirely honest. But you know, it doesn't matter. Not everything creative that you do needs to be shared with everyone, doesn't need to be published. I'm just doing this because I have Audacity downloaded and I feel like it. So that's gonna be an interesting experience to try and, you know, listen to my own voice long enough to actually do that. But that's why we put on accents. Cool. Molly, have you had anything? Or do you have anything planned? I'm currently working on two novels myself. One by myself and one with a partner. Those are kind of a, a touch and go situation, but other ongoing things I have are my health just in general with eating better and exercising. That's been an ongoing struggle for many, many, many years. But with my PCOS diagnosis three years ago, that has that has uh, increased the chance of uh, various different health issues that I'd like to curb and avoid for the future. So my health has taken on a new meaning for me. So I'll definitely be working on that in the future. Other than that, I have varying degrees of other things that I work on on and off that may or may not be considered creative endeavors, such as trying to stream. Other than that, not a whole lot is going on with me. Understood. As for me, I might as well mention that I've started roasting coffee as of yesterday. How's that going? It's going pretty well. It came out pretty much the correct color for a dark roast. Nice. Cool. It should be fully degassed in a couple of days, and then I'll be able to taste it. <laughs> you will have to... We should make a video about that, about, like, hand roasting 
coffee and such. We should. Speaking of which, do you have any mason jars? Yes. I have a ton of uh, essentially marinara jars that I can repurpose. Can I borrow at some point two mason jars so I can fill them with your and your fiance's coffee roasts of your preference? I am not a coffee drinker, so you can give two to John. <laughs> Understood. I am much the more tithe of tithe must be paid. Yes. <laughs> I am much more of a tea person, personally, but I received so much tea for Christmas it feels like a, the bottom third of a cabinet. We'll need to look into making tea, then. Yes, I want to learn how to properly make tea according to, like, instructions for, like, water temperatures and stuff like that. I don't know if it would necessarily be appropriate considering the color of my skin, but learning, like, tea ceremonies or something like that would be cool. Like, proper tea etiquette and or growing my own herbs to then turn into tea would also yes, be that, hella that is cool. more what I was leaning towards. Oh, okay, cool. Then yes. Yeah. All of the above I'm here for. I think it would also be an interesting segment in the video because I always make my tea fairly fast and loose. You know, my favorite tea is definitely black tea. A little bit of milk, a little bit of sugar. I leave the tea bag in because it doesn't get bitter for me, but maybe that's because of the sugar. But I think it'd be really cool if we had a part of that video of us making tea the way we would do it lazily versus making tea according to the base instructions and looking at, you know, like how long it's supposed to be steeped based on the length of the tea bag string, which I think is a thing, but I'm not entirely sure. And yeah. I I hope you realize that if we were to make tea according to how we would lazily make it, the only way I ever make tea is making bubble tea. So that would still be a 20 minute to half hour process. Honestly, just that would give us more footage. <laughs> well, I mean, how uh, making the base tea for your bubble tea is what I'm thinking. Like just that part, because you can't make bubble tea fast and loose. Hey guys, I have an idea. I have oh. a very terrible idea. Are oh great! Live idea? ideas during recording. This is always a good idea. Go yes. ahead, Molly. Yes, bubble tea, but the bubbles are soap. <sighs> no. Not as in we're gonna drink the soap, but it's a, we do it very, very, very wrong, like disturbingly wrong kind of tutorial video. Kind of how-to basic-esque, but. I mean, we could always just freeze little balls of blood pudding and add them to tea. Oh god. If you really wanted to go full wrong. And, and just have the tea just be like basil, thyme, and rosemary. So we have the herbs that you'd put with a blood pudding. No, that would be way too easy. You need to make like, like, I don't know, mango tea or something like that. Something that you would have bubble tea with, but the bubbles would be black pudding. Just D&D &D flavored <laughs> bubble tea. We put a, like, a rusted black rapier down the middle of it. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, other, another idea that I had, if anyone has a Keurig they want to get rid of, because I don't particularly want to destroy my Keurig, we could have ingredients that are not meant to be the water portions of tea that we make into the hot portions of tea. Ah, like filling your Keurig with vodka. Yes, or grenadine, or- Oh, grenadine, don't waste the grenadine, please. It wouldn't be a waste. It would just be an experiment. It would be for making tea. Why would we need to run it through a Keurig? We could just heat that up in a saucepan. Yeah, yeah. This coming from the person Molly who uses her tea kettle to boil chicken stock. There are other yeah. things that you can put containers in. Yeah, that's very true. However, we do it. We need to do it wrong. Yes. Yeah, which is why we just use a hose outside and have it run through a butane torch. Okay, that's just dangerous. I'm so. <laughs> 
confused. But I think that's probably for the best. <sighs> nah, it wouldn't be butane. It would be propane. Anyway. I'd like to keep my eyebrows where they are. Uh, you'll change your mind on that in a few months. Nope. <laughs> so, are we ready to move on? Yes. So, we mentioned earlier that we had some issues with the horror game. Mm-hmm. Yes. We've had some more smaller issues that are not necessarily systemic. It's not like an issue with communication. It's just issues that we didn't foresee in some of the videos. And I think we should go over some of those and what we did to take care of those. You want to start us off with an example? One solid example is in What's in Joe's Car. Oh. Yep. There were multiple scenes where in the background you can see just a boy covered in blood vibing. <laughs> also freezing. Poor, poor just Ben. 40 feet in the background, just vibing. Vibing, covered in a blanket because he was more vibrating from cold than vibing. Yep. The poor, poor boy, I felt so bad for him because I was like, I didn't expect it to take as long as it did. And to be fair, we never we probably, do. We probably should have been like, hey, Ben, we're at Joe's house. Do you want to stay inside for a bit so you're not freezing? There were so many unforeseen things that just came up during that video. Like, all right, we're at location. We are actively losing sunlight, which is why the video was dark. Like, there were so many things that we learned on the fly. Like, when I came down, I brought food coloring and cornstarch because that's what I had always heard makes fake blood. That's not the only ingredients for fake blood. So what you need is cocoa powder in addition to that, but Molly didn't have cocoa powder in her fridge. So we used Swiss Miss and hooked Which worked for the out best, very well. Which I am shooketh about. I am so grateful, but I am shooketh. The other thing, like, I learned how to draw on a fake bruise on the fly. We were literally at location, everyone in costume and everything, while everyone was, like, setting up. And I'm just next to Ben, applying a fake bruise onto his temple from a WikiHow tutorial on Molly's phone. WikiHow, baby. Hell yeah. It saved our asses. Like, we didn't necessarily need the bruise, but it didn't turn out atrocious which was crazy. It looked really good, honestly. It looked good. I also had so much fun. It looks better in proper lighting. It, yeah, it it, yeah. unfortunately you couldn't really see in the video what the bruise looked like, but we have pictures that unfortunately we can't put up on social media because it will be taken down. Yep. <laughs> But trust us, it looked amazing. It was on his left temple for anyone who's going to go back and look. Also, in that video, small details, I make a comment about like the uh, the elbow patch, about how it, it looking like something that you could gag somebody with. Mm -hmm. And that's what Ben was gagged with. And that was a decision we made on the fly. Will, you, you got to tie Ben up for that video. I learned how to tie someone up on the fly. Well, I didn't learn it. I had a base knowledge of how to tie someone up. We're not gonna um, bother talking about why I have that information. We're just gonna know that I do. So okay. I just have this big rope from Joe's car and it's too big to actually tie Ben up properly. But you know what? We made it work. So it was, um, I felt, I felt so bad because I was so terrified of making Ben uncomfortable. But so he had to assure me, like reassure me the entire time of like, you're totally fine. I am giving you permission to do this. Just tie me up. And I'm just like, 
like, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. And he's like, I promise you, you're not. Just do it. Ben, so. is, ben is a national treasure, I swear. A national fucking treasure. And that's why consent is key. Mm-hmm. Another thing I should probably emphasize about that video, that stuff I actually keep in my car. Yes, I was about to say, none of that was planted except for the lockbox that we unlock in the horror game video. If anything, there's things I took out, such as trash and stuff from the last time that I'd gone on a trip, which was like almost a year prior? I don't know. It was definitely before quarantine. Also, the surprise at the second power drill was legitimate. Yes. Yes. You don't see that exactly in the video because I cut that part out, but it's the moment where I'm like, why do you have two drills? And Joe was so very surprised that he had two drills in amidst his- I'm the his, man uh... with two drills? <laughs> At least you're not a man with five ovens. No, technically I'm a man with four drills, but two of them are not kept in the you had all that stuff in amongst a trunk organizer, which was so fucking funny. <laughs> I couldn't use that footage, even though there is, I think there is a shot in the video where you can see it on the ground, because Brendan lost his shit when he realized that there was a trunk organizer there. It was amazing. Oh, that is one thing that we should quickly note for, for a video that is in the process of oh being god. edited. Oh my god. We have to do a blooper reel, because there were so many times throughout so many filming where like this is when improv really comes through because we'd just be doing something and one of us would just like start acting like an idiot because you know improv and everyone would just lose their shit and we'd have to do everything all over again yes sorry i know exactly what video you're talking about will and <laughs> there's a there's a portion of it because i'm supposed to be oblivious because the joke is i'm an oblivious bitch in part anyway from where the camera is the sliding glass door is like right behind the camera so I can see what's going on in the in the reflection of the sliding glass door and I can hear you guys <laughs> and in the dry run please do dry runs when you film oh my god yes yeah, absolutely so do dry runs much. when we did the dry run I could hear everything I didn't have music playing at the time and I lost my shit a couple of times because of the <laughs> improv that was going on will you lost yours worse yep <laughs> yes there was a moment where I had to on the fly come up with what I had done wrong. Because rather than yes and, I was asked an open-ended question in improv, and now Will found out why you don't do that, because the I will joke do I responded what I want with, with improv. Because the joke I responded with made him collapse to the floor. We have footage of it, it's great. Also, I have Three yet Three times. I have yet to edit and post to Instagram the, the pictures of you with the, the plague mask on. Oh my god. Will, they are fantastic pictures. I'm waiting until after another video comes out for continuity. Fair enough. But, yeah, it's just fantastic. I mean, there are also certain things like I remember in another video that we recorded the day after we did that video that we're talking about and <laughs> I decided to throw in just like a common joke that, you know, I had seen because, you know, we were improving and I wasn't really sure what to do. So I'm just like, all right, default, act like an idiot. And it took pretty much everyone off guard to just see me like standing there waving my arms around because I knew what I was doing, but no one else oh really God. did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, that was incredible. I couldn't see what was going on until I saw the raw footage and I was like, oh, 
That's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's the video, Molly, where you decked me in the nose twice. <laughs> I'm sorry, I almost gave you a nosebleed. Oh, and then I punched Will in the chest and No, you yeah. need me in the chest. You scratched next to my eye. You hit me in the tooth, but it was totally fine. I was fine. You kicked me in the hip at one point, but the hip kick, that was like, that was, that, that was totally fine. I mean, they okay. were all totally fine, but that one like wasn't painful. Okay, good. That was an interesting video because I learned the best ways of <laughs> someone, which is interesting yeah. information to have. Yeah. Definitely a useful skill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that at all, Will? Or are you good? I'm worried about uh... spoilers. That's a fair yeah. point. That's a fair that, point. There was so many takes of that. My Fitbit was like, holy shit, good job. You exercised for like half an hour today. I'm like, bitch, I was being redacted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. It got to a point where I got so violent, I guess you could say, in that this is totally spoiler, so Joe, if you want to cut this out, cut it out. But no, don't ben cut it out, was, just bleep certain. Yeah, Ben was like, hey, Molly, could you calm down? I'm like, I don't know if I can. <laughs> Yeah, that was a- um, That's not a spoiler at all. Well, stuff like you can like censor out- Fair. <laughs> oh god, that will take on a whole new context. <laughs> uh, okay so, we'll see how it sounds. Yeah, so not only that, but I also learned that if I am in the process of being Redacted. in that way, I will tunnel vision to what's in front of me. Hence and why I, I had... was in front of you. Yeah, you were in front of me, and I, I think I slammed you against a wall at some point. Yep. A couple times. Yep. Mm -hmm. This is going to be so awkward if we're bleeping out certain words. Well, here's what I will say. If you are in a physical altercation with someone, I learned once again in like a proper like experience context rather than just like understanding it fundamentally. You gotta be confident. Oh my god, you gotta be confident. <laughs> just seize opportunities. Yep. You, yes. You gotta just be willing to also get elbowed in the temple because that also happened. I mean, you? It's, a, yeah. it's a different context if you're like in an altercation like you want to hurt the other person versus like if yeah. they're your friend and it's for mm -hmm. a filming project. Yeah, I had to yeah. physically remind myself to deal with the person behind me because I was distracted by the person in front of me. This sounds like a terrible thing to talk about if in case I actually get a someday. <laughs> Don't want to give anybody any ideas, but yeah. yeah. Luckily, cool, the two most it. likely people to do are in this call. So. And we already have experience doing that. Yeah. So. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. This, that's also why I don't leave my house. Um, Fair. Also, it, oh, that's fine. We can get in. <laughs> it was also, it also would have been perfectly fine you decking me in the nose twice. The only way it would have been an actual issue is if I did start bleeding, because that would stop filming. <laughs> yes. Because we started doing that really late at night, and mm. your nosebleeds last for ages. Oh, they 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 last hours. I had times in elementary and high school where I had to be excused for the day because they wouldn't stop. No, they would also ruin the costume. It yes. would also ruin the costume, and that's an actual like actual. That's not costume. That's it's important shit. It is. If you, I swear, if you wear that to my wedding, I, I was would just be very that. happy. <laughs> I don't have anything more formal that fits me to wear. Fair point. Just so you're walking around. Yeah. 
That's amazing. You're gonna be in cosplay. Well, I will be blanking that out because I don't know if we forget. Yeah, I was expecting you to blank it out. Okay. One other thing among those videos from that recording session, there's a point where we have to slam a door. Oh my god. And with the and the door slam saturated the microphone every time. So the microphone just went dead silent for two seconds starting from the point where the door hit. So I had to do some recording afterwards of the door slam. So I just go up next to it with a microphone and slam the door. And when I do that, the air catches it and it doesn't slam. And it just slowly <laughs> closes. <laughs> So not only that, but in that particular scene where the door slams, you can, we do like a dolly out and then I forget how it was done, but there was rope attached to the door somewhere that we mm -hmm. pulled shut, which yeah. was brilliant, especially considering you're in like a thin hallway between stairs and a bathroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Emphasis on thin, that door felt like fucking tissue paper. And so oh, when yeah. I had to act like I was trying to burst through the door to like try and get it down, I was really careful not to damage your house because that door is so thin. I feel like I could easily just put my foot through it and just like not be in the room anymore. Oh yeah, the, the doors, <laughs> you would uh, Kool-Aid man your way through the, you can Kool-Aid mm. man your way through these doors pretty easily. I would, I have experienced breaking pretty thick boards. Boards I am sure are thicker than that door. Yeah, you actually managed to open the door at one point. Yes. <laughs> it, 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 like, not only that, but when, what I was saying earlier, when we did the dolly out, because you can see Will in the bathroom mirror, and we dolly out to close the door, you can see the camera in the mirror. You can <laughs> just, it, it's just like an inch off center enough that you can see it. And, I, and it's- I'm not at the point right now. I was almost at the point in the editing before the premiere crashed. I'm not at the point yet where I can deal with that. So I'm going to have to figure out what to do with that. We, we've talked about that a little bit though. So I, I think we can figure that out. Yes, we talked about it, but whether or not I understand what was said is a totally different thing. <laughs> I mean, I- I can repeat myself as much as necessary. I also Fair have point. solutions for that problem in particular. This is just is spoiler talk, though, for certain things, so I won't say it here. Okay. Understood. So, were there any other- Oh, there's another video <coughs> that we recorded in the, in the same time frame. I won't say anything about what the video is, but I did a- I had a joke that I was trying to do during the video of just signaling the camera. <laughs> Just using my body to play out Morse code signals to the camera. Oh. And I did it way too much. <laughs> <laughs> I would it love to see you, like, constant. go back and look at what you said and try and decipher your own Morse code to see what you said to the camera. I already have picked up a few times where I messed up. Oh, no. Just, just in organizing it. But that's fine, because it's the same message every time. <laughs> MK is gonna love editing that video. MK is gonna love editing that video. I'm so glad I'm not editing that video. <laughs> so, were there any other specific issues you- Oh, in the horror game. Oh yeah. There were a few things. One of which was, the mask is not looking where you think the mask is looking. So there were a few scenes where I'm staring at someone and the mask is not. Thank goodness we didn't have that issue when we were filming the intro. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Another issue we have, I believe we briefly touched on it in, in the third podcast, but mm -hmm. there's a point where I was 
was supposed to slam Will to the ground. Yep. And that's a that's a move I can do. But in the armor, trying to do that caved in half of the armor. Yep. That <laughs> armor did it. Took a literal beating that day. I caved in the side of it and had to beat the steel plate back out into shape after that to continue <laughs> filming. I do plan if we do something like that in the future, using the armor, I'm just gonna make a new suit. That's definitely a video idea. I probably both like fixing the armor for the horror video and making a completely new set. Yeah, because I have access to plasma cutters now. Hell yeah. I can just make a suit out of 15, 16 gauge steel plate. And instead of it being Galvi, I can use medium steel. Absolutely. Speaking of- already started cutting stuff. Yes? Speaking of used footage for that video, mm -hmm. there is one shot that Dan did at the beginning as a test run for a shot that we won a litter on that we never were able to have, unfortunately. It's what the shot at the box was supposed to be. Yes. But it was too dark for us to properly get the shot to work. Yes. I was able to take that test footage and edit it into something really cool that I posted I not, that. not only to TikTok, but Instagram put to Instagram and I'm so happy with how it came out even though it unfortunately doesn't have any views on TikTok right now. It, I haven't it checked has Instagram. One view. It has six I think on, on TikTok. On Instagram I'm not sure. You also didn't put any tags. On um TikTok? On the TikTok one. Yeah I did. Not when I looked at it. It's the on only there. tag the only tag was for you page. Yeah. That's the tag I put on it, which honestly probably makes sense why it's not as seen, but I can probably re-upload re it at some point. So, any announcements that we have? I don't personally have any announcements, so I have you. I'm good. All right, so, closing remarks. Some things you guys should expect to look out for in the next month or so. Me and Molly had a discussion. Yes, as we do. As we do. As friends do. We started talking about just one video. We mentioned the new template for laying out details for videos we started filling out one of them and it gave us the idea for another and then another and then that has expanded as of yesterday or the day before when me and molly had discussed it it had become a six month series it has since expanded to a nine month series so keep an eye out for that because that is i feel going to be very exemplary of what the channel is supposed to be about yes Definitely. Both in content and absurdity. Should we tell them not a chance what we're doing? No. Not a no. chance. No. Okay. They gotta watch the videos. They gotta watch the channel. Alright, alright. I was wondering if that would add to the curiosity and absurdity. Nope. Just but know no. that one of the videos that we will be posting eventually is going to take on a full life of its own and be a nine-month process that mm -hmm. you will all have to look forward to. One that, I, I will say for this, one that might have a giveaway involved. Yes, I was going to bring that up with another video idea that we had as well. Yes, there is another video that will also have a giveaway. So keep an eye on the channel. There's a few videos that will have giveaways coming up, and I don't think you're going to want to miss those. Yes, one of those, however, is dependent on whether or not we reach certain goals uh, yet to yes. be determined. So keep an eye yes, out for those. Yes, some of, some of the giveaways will be a bit too 
tasty to just give away. You gotta work a little bit more for it. You're awful, Joseph. <laughs> if you see a upcoming video that you believe is the one that is going to start this nine-month adventure, leave a comment below, and we will very much enjoy your contribution. How about this? Leave the if you think it's the video, leave the comment. This is how the nine months started? With that exact inflection. You sounded just like Cecil Palmer. Oh my god. Did I? Yeah, you did. For a second there. In inflection. Yay. Alright, anything else to say for right now? I am very excited for what's to come. And I really hope COVID ends soon. Same. I am very excited for one of the videos that is coming out this month because it's an interesting one. I think it's a creative idea and I'm excited to see the execution of it. Let me know after this which one. Sure. All right. And just like both of you said, I'm very excited to see where we go from here. This has been the Learner's Permit Podcast. Molly, if you would. We'll be in touch. Hey learners, me again. I just wanted a quick clarification here before the proper outro. Dan's stepping away from the project happened shortly after the recording of episode 3 of the podcast, which was back in early November. This was just the first recording since then because of how we had to respace the uploads of the podcast after the first one. I just wanted to clarify the timing there so no one thinks it was a recent change. Now, back to Will for the outro. This has been the Learner's Permit Podcast, available wherever fine podcasts are appreciated. Learner's Permit is the companion podcast to The Factotum Project, which can be found on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram under The Factotum Project. Thanks for listening, and we'll be in touch.